come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast. We're a movie review podcast that comes your way every Saturday, whether you're ready for it or not, in our quest for total world domination. You can help us out with that by going over to wherever you found us and hitting that like or subscribe button. All of that stuff helps us get found by other like-minded folks like you who are into the same crazy movies that we are. <laughs> These are the internet radio superstars. Oh, I should say how you can do oh. it by hitting that like or subscribe button. There you yeah, go. There you uh, go. These are the internet radio superstars. <laughs> Sean. Michaela. Holly. And I'm Colin. And tonight we watched a movie that was chosen by... Holly. What we watch tonight? Tonight we watch Space Truckers. Mm, directed by Stuart Gordon. Ah, written no. by Oh Ted Mann. And Stuart Gordon. <laughs> and, and Stuart Gordon, okay. yes, yes. And what year did this come out? Uh that's debated, but I'm gonna uh-huh. say ninety six. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Stuart Gordon obviously is a name that we all recognize. I would hope so. Because he directed classics such as Reanimator. And just me? Okay, from Beyond. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we've done a couple episodes. I, was, yeah. I know. I think he's on the Saturday Night like, Freak yeah. Show. You've got the notes. Yeah. Because I just thought we, all knew. <laughs> we, did, um, we also did Robot Jocks way back in the day, That's which right. seems kind of in keeping with uh, the this movie. Didn't we do something really recently, I thought? I, did we just talk about him recently? I, I feel like I mean, we he did. came up recently. Did he pass away? No, Sean, year? there was something you picked. Something came up recently about Stuart Gordon. Yeah. Society? I, no, I was thinking about so, that, too. Society, society, he was a writer on, right? A producer or no, writer on it? That was uh, Brian Yuzna who worked with him. And Stuart Gordon. They were, yeah. I don't think so. Man. I'm yeah. I'm like, yeah. We, just, we have it. the technology. We, we have yeah. the ability. We had a big uh, Honey, I Blew Up the Kid discussion at one point. Yeah, that was on yeah. the Society episode. Because oh, um, Brian Yuzna worked on that yeah. with Stuart Gordon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Stuart Gordon, obviously, he's known as a as a uh, horror master because he made you know Reanimator and From Beyond and these right. horror movies, but he also directed science fiction movies, like not just one. Like this isn't the first Stuart mm-hmm. Gordon science fi- sci fi movie, like the Wonderful Ice Cream Suit. Is that a sci fi movie? I don't that's think so, movie. but it just kid, popped up, and I'm movie. just like, what the hell is that? Okay, yeah. Oh yeah, they do kid stuff now. But he did once um, past Dagon. <laughs> Robot, yeah, because Dagon was like, uh, it seemed to me like I thought that Stuart Gordon had kind of like fallen off for a little while. Like, I didn't see his movies because he started making these dramas like uh, Edmund, right, yeah. with William H. Macy. He yeah. made King of the Ants with uh, George Went. Yep, that's he made Stuck with Stephen Ray. Um, but, and then, so where was Dagon? Dagon. Was, Dagon uh, was 2001 after the Honey, I oh, Shrunk the Kids TV show. Oh, okay. All right. So, so there you go. You know, make yeah. that jump. But he did these sci-fi movies because if I'm not mistaken, prior to this, he had done a movie called Fortress with mm-hmm. uh, Christopher Lambert. He had done Castle Freak before this. Which we did on our we show. We did on our show, yeah. And then Fortress, yes, mm-hmm. before that. Yeah. Anybody see Fortress? No. Nope. All right. Not. It's like a, it's, a, it's an offense to be married, I think, in the in the future. And so... They throw oh. Christopher Lambert 
and his wife in this like maximum right. security prison. He has to fight his way out. It's an offense to be married. I think so. So, so this is basically <laughs> so this is basically Mean Guns, but maybe, with the offense to be married. Or maybe added the, in there. he can't have kids or something. I mean, she gets oh, pregnant. Wow, so they that, that makes more sense. Like it does make more sense. Like an accident. Like you don't accidentally get married. It's illegally illegally pregnant wife. There you go. Illegally pregnant wife. What a sentence. Yeah. I remember right, I saw interested. that movie in the theater Did in you? like 1992 or something like that. That one actually came out theatrically, but uh, Space Truckers. Space Truckers? I don't recall a theatrical release for this movie. Well, because it didn't. Uh, I think <laughs> it, it premiered on HBO. It right? didn't in the U.S. It had a theatrical release worldwide. Um, well, that's being generous. In a few that's places sad. throughout the world, um, but it did not have a theatrical release in the U.S. It did premiere on HBO. That is correct. Here in the states, because yeah. um, if I remember my uh, my Wikipedia, uh, <laughs> the uh, the success of Fortress that like caught everybody by surprise that people yeah. actually went to see it. Yeah, there's a Fortress two, I think, right? Um, I so, and yeah. so they used the money that, or something. It was like you know, hey, you know, we got to get this guy to make another movie for us. This is going to make uh, bank. So they gave him like twenty five million dollars to yes. make Space Truckers. Mm. Yeah, where'd this idea come from? How much did it make? It made one point six million dollars. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. It Ouch. does, right? It adds up. Yeah. <laughs> or, or it doesn't add up. Yeah. For this movie. It literally Sorry, doesn't. Movie. Yeah. yeah. Where this where yeah, but yeah where, the, where, the US premiere of this was ninety seven. That's why I said earlier, like it's debated if you say ninety six or ninety seven. Technically came out in ninety six, US ninety seven. Okay, because yeah. the movie that we saw had no logos on it. It was like Goldcrest Entertainment or something yeah. like that pr- yeah. production. Um but it does. It did. I mean, twenty five million dollars is not like uh, you know something to sneeze at. I would no. consider that Especially like a low budget. Especially not in the mid nineties. Yeah. yeah. Does the movie? Did you get the impression that it was a big budget movie? Eventually, kind of. Mm. Kind of. Yeah, not kind of. Not really. Did it have it, the same budget as, say, uh, Super Mario Bros.? I was just going to say, co- to me, it, has it, like, feels yeah, like yeah, it. it feels like it. Exactly but like is it, is it yeah. cheap, deliberate? Is it deliberately looking cheap? Is that part of the That's, vibe of the movie, I mean, to look cheap? You know what I'm saying? I think they wanted this to just be like a, a natural progression of, like, human beings are still human beings in the future. We, you know, we still do trucking and all that shit. Uh, we just happen to do it in space now, so... Oh. Yeah, but I think so. But beyond that, I mean, the and I don't know. You you're, you're saying that uh, uh, Super Mario Brothers was on your mind? Yes, yes for not, sure. not just because, not of, just because Dennis of Dennis Hopper, Hopper but, but just it was right. Yes. So there's like the a general production bug. design or something that's there's going a general on here. Scumminess. Is it scummy? <laughs> this is. I have a bias. I guess I'm going to say like right up front to like this type of production, a '90s production design, where it's just like we're going to take. Uh, it's like there is no production design. It's like we're just going to take a bunch of shit that doesn't seem to match right. and throw it all together. We're going to assault all of your senses at the yeah. same time. The frame is always packed with people, yeah. junk, and there's just like, it's like they don't, the production designers are just like, we're going to take a slinky and we're going to like yeah. expand the slinky and we're going to throw it over a girder and have a yep. girder in the background and that's your, you know, it's, <laughs> the background. That's the wiring. Yeah. 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 I mean, you mentioned Demolition Man and I, I think that's a fair comparison of like 
an organized vision mm-hmm. for, yeah, yeah, yeah. for design. Whereas this, it's like it wanted to be that, but didn't quite know how to get there. Wow. That's well, why. It it's like a trashy like, um, version, right? Yeah, yeah it is. It just it make is. everything look like trash. Yeah, well, like, this is like, yeah, this is like trashy space. It's like I consumerism. mean, you know? but, also, but also because like it's like space truck stops. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So it makes sense. Yes. To, you yeah. Know? Yeah. The design aesthetic also has a lot of primary colors in yes. it. Like just right. all the random. primary colors at the same time. But see, this is like a thing. Like you remember, was it uh, Screech on Saved by the Bell had right. that? Yeah. That shirt that had like the squares and the yeah. triangles. Geometry, and, like, yeah, yeah. Okay, so was that a thing? Maybe like we're, yes. we're locking yeah. in on that was something from the nineties. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's what every frame of this movie looks like. We're yep. just going to yep. put a bunch of shit. On yep. screen, it was going to be yep. yeah. geometry yeah. clothing weird, for sure. Yeah, weird yeah. Shapes. everything looked there. like a trapper keeper. Yeah, yeah. Yep. no, but I mean, in the movie, it's just uh, it right. is just the, shapes yeah, the, that don't. It's yeah. like yes, there was the no design. Idea. The same <laughs> idea <laughs> is with it. We're just yeah. we're right. like it's a squiggle, and now it's a design. Yeah. That was yeah. the nineties. Right. You know, there's. I think the cinematography in this movie is straight up bad. It's bad. It's there's that one bad. scene that, where they were like where it's drifting. There's just tons of oh. There was a scene that where they were in the ship where the Three people in the scene are all like having a serious conversation, and two people are on their ends with their faces cut in half off the screen, and it's like wobbling and shaking yeah. around. And I'm like, yeah. this is straight up horrible cinematography oh, yeah. right here. It's not good. There's they no to do geography is, or spacing or anything. Like well, that. it's too bad because uh, Mac Alberg's a cinematographer, and like he did House and you know a bunch of movies that that we've seen. And then John Landis famously like said he was going to try and rescue Mac Mac Alberg from like low budget movies. <laughs> And he started making <laughs> movies with him. Um, but like Metal Storm. He did Metal Storm. Ah. Uh, he did a bunch of those early Charles Band You know, guys, things. I have a good idea for uh, Charles Dance's arm. Just hear me <laughs> out. <laughs> I'm thinking a claw. Yep, I did Metal Storm. Go, go on. His name was Ball. <laughs> you got to go back and check out our Metal Storm, The Destruction of Jared Sin. Jeez, that was Always probably like episode. four or five years ago. Oh, yeah. Point, so. own stuff. I listened to it the other day. I yeah. was like, okay. I like just saying that complete title. Um, but 3D. The, yeah. uh, the cinematography, so like this movie, because it's uh, set in space, they, they try to do a lot of stuff that's um, like, uh, well, I mean, like weightlessness. They're trying weightlessness. Okay. Or they're trying to, they're trying to, to get across weightlessness and magnetic yeah. shoes. When the joke works. Yeah. When the joke works, they bring it up. But I guess, for instance, there's a lot of stuff that seems, I mean, I guess, you know, 2001 kind of sets the tone for this, right? Like, how does uh, gravity work in space? And you've yeah. got, they have a diner in this movie that kind of functions like the inside of, what was it, the Discovery? Was that the name of the ship in... Um, in 2001, you know, oh, the one yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, where yeah. he's going for the jog yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. it's the revolving yeah. uh, it's like a hamster wheel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's basically. what they do here, you know, for this diner. But right. like all the shots in the diner are not square on. They're all canted angles. So it's right. like not only do you have like the walls are the floor as it goes up, but yeah. the camera's canted too. And it gives you this kind of psychological like. I, I think fuck? they're trying to shoot around a set in that specific instance, because I obviously that thing doesn't go up all the way around you know what i mean yeah i'll bet they had probably not quite half a thing and mirrors set no, up maybe maybe to, a, yeah. to look like it was elongated and i can see that point so yeah. they had to shoot a certain way so they don't get the cameras in the mirrors I this can, is what it felt i can like see they were that it definitely felt like that it's like well, we can shoot it but yeah we shoot around a but there bit. was a lot of instances like that where it's it's like it's not a round room it's not a square room it's like a 
like hexagon room. Mm-hmm. Like there yeah. was there was like part of the space capsule. Like there was like a hexagon where they were like walking sideways. Yeah, yeah. they did that several. Like times. all the music videos of this time. Yes, yeah. they always had you know people walking up the walls and. Running in the I mean, once you figured out that like technology, that. music videos yeah. were changed for Yes, they really were. And <laughs> this was happening right now. We're yeah. like a year away from corn at this point. Yep, exactly. Yeah. NSYNC is doing, filming it right now. Yeah. Where the room's rotating and they're on the ceiling. Yep. Yeah. Well, I guess we should uh, we should say who's in this movie. Who are the stars of Space Truckers? Dennis uh, Hopper. Dennis Hopper. I mean, that's like a pretty big deal, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. This is pre-Waterworld, post-Water World. Fits right in. I think this is post okay. Waterworld. Ninety six was Waterworld. Yeah. Oh, so this would have been made same right around time, the same yeah. time or I whatever. Waterworld. So. Yeah, but I mean, it's a lead role for Dennis Hopper. I yeah, mean, right. obviously, he did a bunch of stuff, but I don't know about big sci fi stuff other 95. than like. Yeah. Right. I was like, it was Super Mario cool. Brothers. Yeah. Well. Okay. Yeah. All right. Ninety three yeah. was King mm-hmm. Koopa. Yeah. yeah, I mean Dennis Hopper was huge in the '90s, right? Like he's always like been it. like speed. speed? Come yeah. on, like, where does was... Blue Velvet fit in this timeline? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> does he does he do like that the same year he's doing Space Truckers? What no, range? That was '86, uh, but I think yeah. I think Blue Velvet was in some way the movie that gave Dennis Hopper like his second wind. Yeah, you know, yeah, and kind of propelled him into all movie. these uh, mm-hmm. these bigger movies. Um, uh, so well, you also have Stephen Dorff. Stephen Dorff, yeah. Oh, this thank is God. Pre, this is pre-Blade. Pre-Blade, yep. right? That was 96 or 99, 98, nine, 97. <laughs> <laughs> I was here blanking on all the facts I was thinking today. 98, it's a lot harder to wrong. peg down the 90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They all kind of blurred together. But it seems like this was pre his, uh, I mean, I don't know if that this was. This feels like a very early yes. Yeah. yeah, I think so. This and also pre Britney Spears video every time. Anybody? Right. Oh, no, right, yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. I'm just saying, right. But uh, and Debbie Mazar. Debbie Mazar yes. is yeah. also the queen. in this. Debbie the lovely Mazar. Debbie Mazar. Yeah, I love her. Um, and Has she ever. <laughs> She ever in a different accent in any? No, every, no, any no. You hire her because, because she's Debbie Mazar. Like, yeah, I yeah. I was wondering if she ever yeah. like tried it. If it ever was a thing, like at one point she's like, maybe I'll try something different. And she's like, no, I'm from New York. <laughs> do, you, no, I'm doing it. do you guys remember how amazing she was in Beethoven's second? No. Oh, God, yes. God, yes. <laughs> she was Regina. Okay. Michaela, that's going on your tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> Loves Debbie Mazar. No, that's like when Beethoven I first fell in love with her as a kid. I was like, she's was she the, the cool- She was the bad guy. She was the coolest villain I'd ever seen in my life. She wore red leather trench coats and had big hoops. Uh, and she was just like, she was like the- She was kind of like, shut up that dog. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> she was the like the like Staten Island Cruella de Vil. And it was yeah. She fucking really was. awesome, she really and was. and she and she had like a henchman that was a bumbling idiot. I fucking uh-huh. fucking loved her, and that movie. she I was great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I just well, I love about a lot more next week. <laughs> I love that she has that old Hollywood look. You know, yeah. like the eyes and her like her jawline and just to her face, she's like old Hollywood. I always loved her as um uh. One of Two Faces girls in Batman Forever. Yeah, her and Drew Barrymore. Yeah, exactly. She yeah. was the good and she was the bad. Yeah. Drew Barrymore was the yeah. good. She was the bad. All I right. love that contrast. Too. Those two together. Yeah. I just thought they were great. She's just got those piercing yeah, eyes that eyes just look right hell. through you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All ruined with the accent. <laughs> 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 I mean, it depends on how you feel. Like, I mean, yeah. about a New York accent. Mm. I mean, it's fun. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know how. I don't know the sex appeal for you guys with that, but mm. I think it's fun. <laughs> And Blade was 98, by the way. Okay, 98. There you go. Yep. 
And uh, the other uh, major uh, performer in this movie is Charles Dance. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, having the time of his life. Yeah. Apparently I so. Think we, I think we with decided. A, with a ripcord junk. I mean, <laughs> I think it's right up there with Last Action Hero. He's having a good time in He's that movie, too. Good time. Yeah. I love being an over-the-top villain. Is yeah. he my favorite villain He's ever? He's a really yeah, great He's, villain. He yeah. might be. I love well, him. Well, just because of the stuff that he chooses to do. I mean, mm, like, you so know. Fun. he's Well, Game of Thrones seemed like, you know, it's like, okay, well, you're going to you're gonna cast somebody with Gravitas. You're gonna, right. You're you got it. Charles Dance has done, like, all yeah. these uh, Merchant Ivory movies. Right. And whatever. But, like, the first time I ever saw him was The Golden Child, right? Mm. <laughs> Where he was the bad guy. Oh, yeah. with long hair. He's got an eye patch in that movie. Yeah. 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 I think he can turn into a rat. Yeah. What? Yeah. What is this he, movie? He can Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Eddie Murphy. No, I, the Golden Child. I forgot about that movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh this my god! There's a snake lady in that movie. I think it's uh, a weird, it's movie. A weird yeah. movie. It sounds like it. It <laughs> yeah. might be a good freak show. Yeah. That's always been floating around out there. Yeah. Be a good one. Um, <laughs> it's kind of there's some funny stuff in it. So how do we get into this movie? Well, the movie brings Charles Dance is how we get into this movie. Yeah, or like pre pre title. Uh, sequence right, sets everything cool up. Open. Well, yeah. it's a hot open, really. <laughs> it's an action packed open. Yes. Um, that we can't remember. Like, <laughs> it's an action packed spectacular. So it, because it's if just so odd. Remember. It's like you don't really know who these people are or anything. You just know that there's like a, an invasion happening. Yeah, on we like get a into ship. this right in the middle of it, and they're setting yeah. up like gun turrets at a, at a just door. like in Star Wars. I was gonna say it's very New Hope. <laughs> yeah. it's very New Hope opening. Yeah. <laughs> there's someone coming through the door, and we have yeah. to set up the defenses for it. Yeah. Like yeah. even and, even like the way they're positioned in front of the door, it's yep. very New Hope. Yep. <laughs> and it's Charles Dance and the guy who ran the uh, <laughs> the water service in Batman Begins. Yes, yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> the only other thing I, I, know. Lo- I love that, like, pol- I know that guy. Yeah, exactly. Colin said that and i laughed at first and i thought i was like actually i know exactly who he's talking about though <laughs> yelp <laughs> um, the uh but okay so what what what's coming through the door here what are they protecting themselves against right so there is like some sort of uh i mean at, at this point we don't really know what it is it's just some sort of like killer robot thing yeah it's just this menacing thing that's coming through the door and it's killing all of the bodyguard soldier people Think of it as like the, uh, it's like the mechanical version of like uh, the sill from yeah from. Uh, I mean, come on, Eve, it looks like an HR it's an alien. kind of thing. It with does like a different. I mean, like yeah. if you made a yeah. robot of the alien, yeah. right? Yep. it kind of moves like that. Um, the big thing is it has, if you imagine like the alien head, like a squared off version of the alien head with three mm-hmm. big red uh, eyes mm-hmm. on right. the front of it, evaporate and laser you. Yeah, that was cool though. Mm-hmm. That's a lot I, of I like that. Cool, yeah. cool. Yeah, I liked at the beginning. Yeah, because all the guys who got set up for the turrets, they all get lasered, and always you're just leftover feet. Yeah, 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 like but not bloody. They, it, the the effect okay. that it used yeah. there. It's like <laughs> it's like a metallic version of the tricolor foam that you get at the car wash. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> like, like that. That's the Purple best way I can describe it. That's a good way to get like, it. Yeah. bubbles. Like yeah. yeah, it's very bubbly, yeah. like sudsy. It's weird. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like neon. cauterized. I yeah. guess when it like goes through. But them. this yeah. is my first like. I don't want to say red flag. But this is my first like thing with this movie that I'm you like, okay, <laughs> like, what's the tone here? Is this for kids or is this for adults? Great question. Because yeah, if this is <laughs> if this is for adults, why are we not showing real blood? Okay. Yeah. Right, what is, because this Stuart isn't... Gordon has has very conflicted in his 
in his uh, filmography. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> like kid friendly. He forgot. Or... He's like, am I doing a kids one this time, or am I doing my new, my usual stuff? Yeah. I don't remember. Let's just do it all. Right. <laughs> well, they're trying for more comedy. <laughs> Later on, that you know, the fact that it was Stuart Gordon, there was a scene where I was kind of like, okay, how far are we going here? Because this is a Stuart Gordon right, movie. Right. Right. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, okay, this is his kids version. <laughs> it's like rated R, right? This movie. It has yeah. to be. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> we find out that uh, Charles Dance has actually created this uh, this monster, yeah. this he's, robot he's, thing. He does. He stops it with a remote. But I love when he says, okay, well, that's the end of this test. But in the background, there's just piles of piles body, of core and piles of bodies <laughs> and feet sticking around. It's just like, oh, that's funny. It's like, yeah. oh, well, this test is over. Everybody return to your stations. I know, because I was sitting there going, like, uh, does that mean that uh, they weren't real people? That's what or I something? thought, right? I mean, like, were they real? Was this any of this real? Yeah, apparently so, They're because real. this yeah. was to test out the efficiency of this robot that he's created, which has some kind of laser weapon mm -hmm. that uh, nobody else has, and this thing can, like, decimate. Mm -hmm. One of them can, like, take out an army. And so with this, we can take over the world. Yeah. Which one? Earth. Okay. Earth. I've heard it's lovely there this time of year. <laughs> yeah. But the uh, evil, uh, what a major commander general. Uh, yep. Public works operator. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Turns against Charles Dance and has him apparently vaporized. And then we cut to the uh, opening uh, title of the movie. Yes. And are yeah. introduced to our heroes who are space truckers. That's right. Okay, I well, love that's not this true. logo. Can we just talk about the logo? For it does. Program? It has yeah. like a nice that's a great uh, logo. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's what you would put on like if Peterbilt. It's like a nice logo for the front of a truck. Yeah, mm -hmm. nice. I like it because we're getting eastbound and down. We got okay. It's not that cool, Colin. Okay. We're not getting any good music with this. We're not getting. Eastbound <laughs> there is a and down. song. We're not getting "Space Trucking" by Deep Purple. Yeah, uh, it's an for obvious real. miss for this. Movie. So what? Uh, what year did Space Trucker come out? Space trucking. Space trucking. Sorry, space trucking. Seventies. Yes, seventies. Yeah, it was out. It was known. It was popular. Okay. That's probably why they couldn't call the movie space trucking. Yeah, yeah. space truckers instead. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Well, would you be interested to know that the soundtrack was created by Colin Towns, who played in a band called Gillen? Fronted Play, by. Wait, what was the name? The band. Yeah, Gillen. Spell it. Fronted by Ian Gillen. From Deep Purple. From Deep Purple. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's what I was wondering. I'm like, spell Gillen, please? <laughs> I know who that is. <laughs> that's why, like, when you were commenting, I was like, I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. You're welcome. Wow. <laughs> that's great. Oh, yeah, so that's so why that's... they picked him to. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Really? Thank God there's yep. some connection. Yes, there is. Okay. <laughs> and he couldn't write a song and we called. get it in the I movie? Know, I'm right. sorry. Oh. They couldn't yeah, even write like... a song called Space Truckers. Like it's right there. Right. You couldn't just make a call? This movie cost $25 million. They had the budget to throw oh, some God. money towards licensing, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. We needed 10 robots in this movie yeah. instead of five. I know, because what was it? It's always famously like uh, James Cameron had four alien suits, I think, for mm -hmm. Alien. If how many, yeah, how many no robot suits think... did they make in this movie? Way too damn I would, many. I would say yeah. probably like... It seems like there's a, at least four, well on screen at once. On screen at once, I'll say. Well, who knows if they're compositing one behind him? Probably yeah. like six. Yeah, because I think the most that we saw at once was when they were on the outside of the ship. Yeah, yeah. But who knows was, how many times that could have been an effect shot. shot. Yeah, yeah exactly. so there's at least four. Uh, but it doesn't look like it's too. It would be too expensive to build these things. But what? Well, I know. Yeah. Who knows what they spent their twenty-five million dollar budget on? Right. Music. 
Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, we should say these robots so were built by uh, Screaming Mad George, they the, were. Uh, right. the, mm-hmm. the makeup effects guy that we seem to talk about an awful lot on, on this <laughs> we show. We like George. We like. We do. Yeah. I mean, they're a cool design. It is. Right? Yeah, it is. Like it's it. a cool design. I like it. I, like I thought that. it was good. I thought the way the, because they had, uh, apparently it was uh, all women except one guy yeah. in the suits for this. And I love the way they're it was mostly stalking around. It's yeah. a little... Um, yeah. It's very, I mean, it's very Power Ranger like. I'm a big monster and I have to move all my appendages to show you that I'm dangerous. But, yeah. but there is I like, it. I like that the design like shows like the hips and it's yes. like very feminine. It is very, mm-hmm. yes. And they had mostly women playing this this character and I thought it was. And there's just great. one dude with a great stash. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do the suits too. <laughs> but he well, does ballet. The um, the, who's, uh, what, um, what's uh, Dennis Hopper's character's name? John. John Canyon. Don, John Canyon. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right? So then I'm like, is he, you know, uh, offshoot of Harry Canyon from uh, Heavy Metal, right? Because he was a blue collar right. taxi driver. No. A space trucker, truck driver. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so John sure. Canyon is space truck driver. Right. Because in the future, you have these like uh, 600 mile long uh, rigs that you're towing, mm-hmm. right? And he's taking it to. Uh, well, what's he taking first of all? Is he- square pigs. Square, square pigs. <laughs> square pigs. What are you talking about? Basically, like shipping crates where the pig has like grown into the crate. And it's yeah, you've seen how pig. we treat yeah. animals now, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's basically that expanded for the future. Yeah. They yeah. Are, yeah. The pigs are the shape of their cages, and yeah. they can't move, mm-hmm. so they yeah. are square pigs. Go shipping to inner pork. Interpork, yeah, which, which is the Oscar Mayer uh, logo. Yeah, <laughs> I love when, no matter cheap that. or not, I love when uh, I movies love do that. shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me too. George Went is the uh, president <laughs> yeah. of the company. George Went's in this. Yeah, well, he was in King of the Ants too, yeah. the Stuart Gordon movie. So A certified genius, that man. <laughs> <laughs> For his uh, role selection? Uh, no, actually, I think he's a certified genius. What yeah. really? Yeah. Like he this is, is a thing? Oh yeah, I look it up. I'll look really? it up. <laughs> look it up. He's, he's certified. He's very I smart. I mean, about this. did Norm? he say, did he say that about himself? No, no, no. Like who <laughs> certifies <laughs> you as a genius? No, yeah. Mensa. Well, is he like a Mensa? I look up. Well, um, <laughs> so we get a life. You of, said that like we all knew that <laughs> certified <laughs> genius. Yeah, George obviously. Went. Yeah. Um, well, we get a look at what the uh, you know. So this is basically blue collar living in the future. Right. Right. Is uh, you know, he get, we get a look at like a it's a space station or something that he goes to to unload his right. uh, his merchandise, but because he's two days late, uh, George Wentz not going to pay him what he owes yeah. him and ends up stealing his uh, cargo, but uh, and then gives the cargo to Stephen Dorff to to ship. Right. So who's Stephen Dorff in this movie? Stephen Dorff is a uh, recent space truck driving school graduate. <laughs> He's an up and comer. He's going to be the new like hot shit truck driver. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he is, we first meet him at the space, the, the round, space diner. Yeah. Yeah. The rotisserie the diner. Was it called the hub? I yeah, think? it yeah. was. I like the design of that place. That might too. be my favorite set. Cause it probably because it was the one that had open space. Yeah. Yeah. It was like the, the white and the openness mm-hmm. made it not feel so cluttered. Like you were saying, Colin, mm-hmm. in every other scene in the movie. Well, I also like that, you know, uh, because you know, you know, outside the movie, you know that it's a big rotating set. So, you know, yeah. like all these people are like strapped into their position. Right. So like yeah. as the thing kind of rotates mm-hmm. and then they have to, you know, they have to start acting when they come down to like mm-hmm. a certain, uh, right. you know, ground level. 
I'm always interested in when we watch like these futuristic space movies. I'm obviously we're, I'm always interested in the design of the wardrobe. I'm curious mm-hmm. to see where they're going to go with it, and I'm always curious of the food choices they're going to have. Yeah, this I is love what seeing we, futuristic space food. Futuristic what is it going to look fashion like? Fashion and food. Yeah, yes, I'm always, always fascinated. Hot dogs like, still exist. Yeah, like like <laughs> everything at, else. Is at one point, at one point when they're on the ship, they're like eating what looks like a tube of toothpaste and it's supposed to be like their space breakfast or whatever. But when they're in the diner, they have like burgers and fries. Yeah. It opens with Dennis Hopper eating a hot dog. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, so why the, why the toothpaste food? I yeah, don't understand. I don't Is it just like when you take like a protein bar when you go on a road trip? I guess, maybe. You know? oh, yeah. I think the toothpaste food was probably just hot dogs shoved into a tube. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're just eating it like that. Or it's because he bought the, uh, what was the name of the, the, it wasn't the pachyderm. Was oh, his, it the pachyderm? his rig? Yeah, oh, what was it called? Sorry. But he bought it with no options, so it doesn't have like you know heating, cooling, and you know like it doesn't have a service. fridge. Right. Yeah, there you go. That yeah yeah. So he's got tubes of food. <laughs> That's yeah, true. yeah, that's true. Um, so anyway, the Debbie Mazar is mm-hmm. uh, she's a, a she's the waitress at the pub. Yeah, and there's the idea that Dennis Hopper, who's like fifty years old, yeah, right, and she's like. 22? I don't know. Yeah, she's... Gotta be. Yeah, they look like they could be father and daughter, that's for sure. And he's, like, in love with her. Yeah, because they have had some kind of previous relationship that it's implied, but now he wants to marry her. But now this hotshot Mike is coming into the Steven Dorff characters in the picture. Is someone age-appropriate? How dare he? I know, right? Yeah. So now the whole subplot of the movie is basically going to be, like, is someone moving in on Dennis Hopper's girlfriend because he makes a deal with her she, her mom's yeah, her like mom's on earth on earth she's sick she's been in the hospital and she needs to get to on earth but apparently it's super expensive to get a ticket to earth so dennis hopper promises he will make her a deal he will get her to earth if she agrees to marry him yeah, which she does in order to 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 get to earth but the way that they're going to get to earth is how uh he makes a deal to take this like super secret uh, cargo shipment to Earth. Yeah, because he's talking to Mr. Zesty, I believe. Is <laughs> yeah. Is, is what his character name is. There is what, like, it was, whatever, whoever this, this is, it's I Bernie, like what they're Bernie doing. Sweeney. He's an Irish actor because I think the movie was actually shot in Ireland. It, and was. it was like part of tax yeah. breaks or something. Yes, it was. <laughs> but I mean, it doesn't look, you know, I keep going, it doesn't look cheap. Yeah. It, you know, like it looks like this movie has big ass sets and, you know, like mm-hmm. stuffed to the rafters with. You know, and the CGI and the best CGI they could afford Oof. at the time in '96. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was CGI. No, not, okay, if you're not, uh, if you're not Jurassic Roland Park. Emmerich. Yeah, yeah at right. that point, because well, that's I mean, Independence Day came out at the same time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, so you know, ooh, that comparison. Yeah. Make, but okay. what what was the budget on Independence Day? In Pro- uh, 150 million. You think the most expensive? No, there was uh, like 87 million. million so you're making space look, look, look worse. Okay. Um, but there is a scene where George Went was gets the first uh, one that went over a hundred million. George Went gets sucked out of a air or not an airlock. It was seventy five million. Seventy five million. Which I know fifty million in nineties dollars is a lot of money, but I feel like the difference in CGI between these two movies feels <laughs> way more than fifty million dollars different, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The, the CGI is not its strong point. Oh, well, what do you think about like all the makeup effects and stuff? Because Greg Canham also worked on this. He did fun. the yeah. if if nothing else fun. I actually really like uh, Charles Dance's whole look because yeah. when we see him later on, he's like half man, half robot. Yes, and the 
it's like the skin is like grafted to the robotics and there's like a clear it's very like, uber jason there's yeah there's yeah. Slash clear Freddy paneling Kruger. with like yes. with mechanics it's, I don't know. but he'll have like pouches where like muscle or something should be that are like have like fluid and hoses in them yeah like he has two like 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 aquarium tank butt cheeks he, he does, does which yeah. like yeah and I, i'm like, glad that was made specifically for that reveal just i like, just i think about the like work that goes into that and i'm just like holy <laughs> shit like to build all that stuff and then put it on him and for how many days did they have oh, to yeah. do that oh, it's yeah. a full body prosthesis because he got it's burned uh, on his uh half of his yep. uh, face and you can see his exposed brain or that whatever that he's rebuilt right. kind of he's completely like naked at one point in time yeah. and he's in full body prosthetics yeah. like wow charles dance went the distance for this movie he did yeah. yeah yeah he really did i always thought it'd be funny if like because he's got liquids in him and all that stuff mm-hmm. if he had like a pet fish in there. yeah, yeah that would be funny like elton john shoes yeah <laughs> yeah exactly like that, but yeah. it's just swimming around his body yeah, and yeah. Like, that's uh, Ted. yeah that's genius copyright yeah. that I've seen yeah. it, though the uh is it was that an elton john thing the the high in the shoes yeah yeah he had like fish in, in the shoes oh okay because yeah. i they saw definitely that in, died uh, immediately <laughs> i'm gonna get Four your sucker virgin. you remember oh, yeah. that movie with yeah, the, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. um so the plot contrives to basically get so you got Dennis Hopper is thrown together good. with uh <laughs> Steven Dorf, who is after his girlfriend Debbie Mazar, and they all have to get on a truck because George Went gets sucked out of a window. Yep. Which ass I mean, first. Why are you firing guns inside any sort of spaceship I, craft yeah. ever? Because uh your uh your lackeys aren't always smart. They're not smart people. Your henchmen are dumb. Yeah. That's why they're henchmen. That's why they're not running this. I mean, this. as funny as it was seeing George Mike get sucked through that that tiny ass window, it bugs me whenever any like window or door gets opened in space and nobody and people don't immediately die. That drives me fucking nuts. <laughs> well, because James Cameron actually did the uh, equation at one point of how much oxygen per volume there would be and how much time you would have right. when that like. Uh, the door opened and aliens he figured out like how much they would have to breathe you don't apparently immediately uh explode no no because no. the oxygen has to get out right there is a, a volume of air that has to escape so you have a little bit of time you're going it should be instant it all goes out if it's well, a tiny little hole space, though i think you you would immediately do the freeze thing yeah 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 like your don't your like fucking eyes explode and shit? I don't know. Or do you just like freeze instantly? Have we, have like these are all things? reasons to never go to space. Yeah, your yeah. Have we boils. never done this yeah. um, experiment though? We should. Yeah. Somebody will volunteer. Somebody's calculated this. Some good person out there is listening to our show. There is a book somewhere that explains exactly yeah. what happens yeah. to the human body when it goes into space, probably. That doesn't actually happen in, in this movie. Nobody no. does explode no. in space. No, that'd be cool if this was a gory gross scene <laughs> be yeah, cool if something like that out well, here is it playing it for comedy when yeah. he gets yes, sucked that's out the, the problem window? it's absolutely it. yeah. yeah not abject horror like alien resurrection when the big white baby alien gets sucked out the window yeah but these are the things fall out and he's screaming when i'm watching a movie like this and it's like it the humor is so juvenile but some of the other content is so adult i'm like who the fuck is this for right is this yeah. for kids or is this for adults i can't figure it out very confusing. entry-level horror because it didn't feel like a comedy i think it wanted to be but mm-hmm. it didn't quite make the mark i mean did you forget about the chainsaw penis yeah like, poem? that like, was funny mm-hmm. that was funny that is purposely and that didn't, uh, okay to, yeah, yeah i get it but it, it's yeah. a weird tone 
Um, it is oh, a weird very tone. weird tone. Yes, it doesn't feel like it's in the comedy lane. It does all I this kind call of this a comedy. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like it's doing this this these bizarre things to be funny, but they're like they're they're like at right angles to the plot. Yeah. Or something. Exactly. It's, it's very strange. Mm-hmm. Um, the, well, I think maybe that's to hide the quote unquote plot you were talking about because there isn't much. Oof. So what happens in this movie is our heroes are on the run. Well, okay. So did we say they have, uh, they've taken this shipment of, they don't know what's in it. They don't know what it is. They have, and they, they can't have, open it and they can't detect yeah, Cause it'll like shoot a, them if they do. Right. They have like a forged invoice. That says it's sex dolls. It, yeah. It's literally called space sluts Inc. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it, anything could be a sex doll, especially a robot, right? I suppose. This is not, this is not an inaccurate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, this is not, not an inaccurate description. It's not a stretch. Right? But at this they don't point, look like sluts. I'll, I'll tell them that. We're all <laughs> sitting there at this point going like, well, it's a gigantic cargo ship full of those robots that we Happy. saw yep. at the very yeah, beginning of the movie. Sure. And they're on. This is how they're getting them to Earth. Exactly. It takes the movie about 30 to 40 minutes for their characters to catch up with this information. That yeah. is like a detriment to the movie, I think. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. If they didn't have the opening scene. Actually, I think a lot of this movie would have played differently if you didn't have that scene with Charles Dance at the beginning of the movie setting it up. Do right. you think they had that somewhere else in the movie and then moved it there? No. Like, we need- I think they wrote it this way okay. that we saw it, but I'm just saying it's like plot-wise, that told you too much. It would have been better to uncover that yeah. as you uh, were watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I guess it becomes a movie of... Um, Events, uh, you know, like Minor inconveniences that yeah, they have to get but, over. Well, life-threatening inconveniences, I would say. But the whole structure of the movie is basically that, like, oh no, and then this thing broke down, and oh yeah. no, then there's these uh, like asteroids that you can't see because they're black rock, you know, out in the darkness. <laughs> black, black rock, black rock. <laughs> uh, you know, Which then, I liked. I'm just like, huh. Our heater, <laughs> our, our cooler coolant was hit, and so now, you know. One uh, thing after the another. Space truck yeah. breaks down, and then they think they're going to like boil alive in there, and then pirates show up to save them. But not before uh, Stephen Dorff. Right. They make out in their underwear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's getting hot. Because yeah. it's too hot in there, they got to take their clothes it's off. It's getting hot in here, so we're going to take off all our clothes. Yeah. Yep. I feel so yep. much better. That was the weirdest. <laughs> that was the funniest. Look, I'm floating in air, and I feel great. <laughs> when they have, the way they have to shoot people in this to achieve the um the look of weightlessness yeah. like oh there's always a part of them that's off screen and that is the part that's being held up in the yep, air exactly. and yeah exactly and i have to be like whoa weightlessness <laughs> yeah. is weird yeah <laughs> i have great respect for the actors in this movie to be honest with you like i do like they were like you know treating all this which always kind of watching movies like this kind of pull black pull back the lens on like just yeah. how fucking ridiculous the life of an actor is, especially if you're in fantasy films right. or, you know, yeah. where it's like, man, they're committed. You know, it's like they're trying to sell it as best they can mm-hmm. as they are strung up in wires, which we can clearly see. And <laughs> yeah, you know, like, I felt bad for how many days they had to spend in their underwear. Yeah, a lot. A lot. So much. Well, that was Jeez. my point kind of going yeah. into it. It's like this scene exists, obviously, to give some kind of sexual tension between those two mm-hmm. characters while... Dennis Hopper is uh, outside doing an errand or whatever to try and couple something. But basically what it does is it gets our main characters in their underwear for like 40 minutes of the movie, which yep. is like, mm-hmm. this is interesting. Yeah. And then okay, for about 20 minutes of that, it gets them handcuffed uh, yeah. <laughs> in the pirate ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
where they can't do anything. Yep. yep. This is a bizarre, uh, you know, like, because then it's like, so what's the action that they're taking part of? They're not. They're prisoner and being yeah. held captive. Yep. And then this is where we're reintroduced to Charles Vance. He turns out to be pirate commander, all mm-hmm. dressed up like a Nazi commandant. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, when he shows up and then underneath it's a reveal that underneath he has this like full body press. Right. Because they're uh, on their pirate. He does come out with a peg leg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pirates. Yep. So why not? We're going to do that. Because this Which man- was funny. I did think that yeah, was funny. Because this man <laughs> created out. an advanced race of robot uh, slaves. Warriors. Warriors. They're called in yeah. the biomechanical but warriors. He yes. could not make himself a proper foot. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, or right. a proper arm. Maybe he or... likes the aesthetic of Maybe. I don't know. Sure he did rebuild stuff. his own brain. As yeah. I rebuilt my own brain. <laughs> my own mind. <laughs> my own mind. <laughs> he had some great lines. He did. Like I said, he's doing the best. Yeah. The he's the MVP, I think. Of yeah, the, he's of the having club. fun. Easily, yeah. Uh, I, I, he may not care if anybody else is. He's just like, look at me. I get to dress up in this right. shit and then smoke a cigar the whole day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe he probably had the best time of his life. But these pirates haven't seen a woman in uh, forever, and so he makes a deal with. Well, they keep murdering them. Debbie Mazar, that if she sleeps with him, because uh, he's you know beauty it gives me beauty a wide birth or something yep. like that, you know. Uh, Talking that, about your wide birth, <laughs> he'll, he'll let them. Or this is what he says, right? Yeah. He'll let them. Uh, you know, I'll let you leave. Yeah, without their cargo. Right. But you can live. Yeah, Dennis Hopper's uh, response to all this is basically like just a piece, a piece, a piece. Oh, like, yeah. Shut know. up and let a fucker. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here soon. <laughs> At one point, I'm pretty sure he basically says like, oh, she's done this before. Yeah, yeah. it's not yeah. the like, first time. She's taken yeah. one for the team. Mm-hmm. It's a very survivalist kind of like uh, uh, frame of mind. But I mean, a lot of stuff is always he is in the position of like, you know, I'm not trying to offend you. It was like, we're, we're not going to have a last stand here. Mm-hmm. We're going to survive by basically like trying to placate uh, the pirates and then Charles dance. And then the oh, president, what was, what was his line on. at one point? He was like, I like how you handle, handle yourself with your disability. Yeah. Yeah. That's not true. I think you're handling your disabilities very well. Yeah. <laughs> just like, no, you're doing great. Yeah. Steven Dorff, of course, just wants to, you know, like get in there and punch Steven Dorff is so dramatic. Like when they first are, when they're about to be picked up by um, Charles Dance and the pirates and everything, like the three of them are trying to figure out what to do. And Steven Dorff's only thing is just like, if we can't get out of here, I'll, sh- I'll kill us all. I'll shoot you. I'll shoot us both. <laughs> it's like, it's like, calm down, dude. Like, I definitely feel like Dennis Hopper's view on this. is just like, oh, we'll, we'll talk to them. It'll be all right. And we'll get through this. He's just like, no, we die. We die. I will not go back to jail. He's <laughs> like, I'll shoot you first. And then I'll shoot me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's very drastic. Oh yeah. He was like ready to do it too. Give me a gun. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, so they're held captive, and then she has this. Okay, so then so like this scene and the reveal of his entire body. <laughs> yeah, because basically they retire to his bedchamber. Charles dances right, right. where where uh, there is sexy netting. We yep, have, yep. Sex, to, there is sexy netting. There's seven different types of uh, what does it call it? Um, oh yeah. To to anesthesia. Seven, seven different uh, like uh, like sedatives. Yeah, sedatives. Yeah. yeah. There's seven different. Sedatives. We have alcohol. We have. 
I think he cocaine. Cocaine. I was like, we not space Quite the opposite of a sedative, actually. But we never got to find out what the other five were. Yeah, and she thinks cocaine is a sedative. I'd love to know what the other five. And she decides to go into this stone cold sober. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, no, give me everything. Yeah. I mean, even sampler plate. But this movie doesn't even. This movie's got to be for kids. It's like it doesn't even go to even when he reveals his body. She's like, where's the cocaine? Yeah, exactly. Like, even make that joke. Right. Nope. I'll, have, I'll that have that drink. I'll, I'll have that drink now. Yeah, yeah. That was right. an yeah, obvious yeah. joke. Just the yeah. obvious. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, that's a joke. Like even that would be better than. Mm-hmm. Although the joke of him having to like start his dick <laughs> like God, a uh, lawnmower, <laughs> yeah, uh, was kind of funny. That was funny. Oh, it was very funny. <laughs> yeah, was I funny. imagine Charles Dance didn't want to do this, and then he read that part and was like. Call um, my agent. <laughs> yeah. It was funny because he had to do it several times. Yeah. Not only that, yeah, because he's got to do it several times. It works. And he's like, excuse me. It has broken down. Yeah. I need a few moments. Yeah. And then he's like. And she's like, take your time. Yeah. <laughs> but then we cut back to him and he's got like a shelf of tools that mm-hmm. his back is turned to us. He's taking one, fixing it, taking it. Mm-hmm. It's very funny. He's like, we're funny. back in action as he finally, you know. Gives it another poll and it mm-hmm. lights up. I was relieved that uh, he didn't actually get to carry through with it. We never actually see the uh, appendage. Yeah, which, action. come on. You're in a, <laughs> which I, what I a literal really cock tease, man. I didn't really understand because when, he like falls down and he's like like spread eagle on the ground. I was did like, it I fall off? Really, I was like, I don't really see. I mean, his yeah. leg did fall off as well. Yeah. So that may have been part yeah. of that Because it was just like a cod piece. I down still, there and that I was still it. maintained because at one point he was like, I've designed this to give the ultimate pleasure. I'm still... I still, I'm still of the mind that like I'd be kind of curious. Yeah, how <laughs> did declare? She's there, like, what do you want to know? She's lying that she's not curious. Yeah. You know, the ultimate pleasure. All right, <laughs> I got ten yeah. minutes or so. Yeah. Let's let's so, see what yeah, you got. You know, yeah. Who knows? Maybe for him though. I mean, he did say for her. But yeah, he said for her. Designed yeah. for, but of course, like, he what's his lying. what's his frame of reference? He's also right. space Nazi He's who crazy. rebuilt his whole body yeah, with claws. Yeah, yeah. Like. Yeah. Because doesn't it deliver an electrical charge also, (laughs) like a minimum electrical charge, whatever. Uh, Hey, there's no risk of STDs in this situation, so it sounds like this could be so much worse. (laughs) And as a Stuart Gordon movie, you're curious about, okay, what are we doing here? It sounds like he's willing to... to give her the ultimate pleasure. So I'm sure, pretty sure if she gave him some guidance, he'd go with it. Yeah. Try some things. I'm yeah. a very giving man. Yeah. I'm just saying, she's probably going to die, so why not give it a shot? Mm-hmm. But she doesn't. She pulls one of his, uh, you know, uh, life support tubes, out, yeah. uh, tubes. One of his right. ooze tubes. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like a design flaw. If your tubes are that yeah, important to right. your life, like, they shouldn't be exposed like that, bro. Yeah. It's like, where are veins, dude? They're in the yeah. body. Like, yeah. Yeah, there's no way you could thread this through. Yeah. You're right. Just yank them out. Like, All these yeah. guys do this on their exoskeletons. I don't It'd be, know. Like, he the... could walk through a doorway and get it caught on yeah. and ripped out the way it is, you know? I love like, that. Standing in front of an open door and it goes... He's caught on a coat hook. <laughs> <and everything. laughs> yeah. Shit, yeah. Shit or, like, or like he's in a space car and you see it hanging out the side door. Yeah. Or he goes to fill himself up with more liquid and that gets stuck on him like that. I don't know. So is he like Bane or whatever? Or he has a little Bane injection of the stuff to actually. Um, like they could have explored this more. Right? Yeah. I mean, oh, we got some sure. good, you know. I don't sure. like how quickly this character exits right? the movie. I, I, I needed this character the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah, because shouldn't he be, if he's introduced in the first scene, he's the main villain that has to carry through I, to the I end. I feel of like the he should be the big he bad. He should have been, because yeah. what they do with the guy who did this to him doesn't. It's not a payoff. It doesn't, you know. No, it's, it's not worth like it, technically. It comes back around, but not anything that's worth it. Yeah. 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 Because he does realize that the cargo is his, but it wasn't like he had a design on it. It was he accidentally captured this space trucker who accidentally had his cargo, you right. know, his robots yeah. on board. Right. He's like, okay, now we're going to take over the, the galaxy. 
and then the robots start coming to life and killing every single person on the ship. And so there's uh, explosions and everybody yeah. dies except for the the ship. Or, sorry, the, the space truckers are able to get away. And you know, so it's of, like yeah. that's the end. You've just solved the problem of uh, having all these pirates in the oh, movie oh, yeah. where it was right. like maybe it would have been more interesting if you kept them alive. Yeah, put you some know? of them like. Not everyone died. Some of them get on the ship as as the as they I thought leave that was going to happen. Yeah, me too. Well, I thought one because I think that was one robot was activated at that point in time. Yeah. I thought maybe alien like that was going to end up being on the ship, but it turns out Charles Dance only uh, you know like his upper half has survived, yes. and he somehow uh, gets on board the 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 space truck. Yeah. And basically tells them, you know, this is what it is. It's a killer robot that I designed. Here's the remote control that you can turn them off with and whatever. And so then. Any of you lads have any use for this? <laughs> and there That's he goes. It. And then he's out he's of the done. movie. Yeah. It's unfortunate. What a waste. What a waste. Yeah. Disappointing. We got to yeah. talk about that scene when Debbie Mazar leaves his room, though. Oh, yeah. Like when she rips oh, his yeah. tubes out and she gets away, she takes his hat, his, his cigar, his coat, eye patch. his eye patch and glasses. Oh, yeah. And this is the most like Bugs Bunny shit yeah. I've seen oh, yeah. in a movie yeah. in a yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. It really yeah. is. It is. Like, and I, I think I'm a little okay with it because I think Debbie Mazar pulls it off pretty well. But it's just like, what, what, what is the <laughs> yeah. tone of this movie? I right. don't understand the yeah. tone. Bugs Bunny movie. is a great way to, yeah, yeah. because yeah. she's exactly pretending to matter. be him. But the guards apparently think that even though her stature is like, is she looks nothing right. like him. Right. She's got two legs. And yeah. he doesn't, she doesn't speak. She just does hand signals. And, mm -hmm. oh, you want me to leave now? The guard it's says. Like, oh, you, or, want, oh, to you want me? Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, it is like uh, Bugs Bunny. Uh, I mean, it's just yeah. goofy. It is. You yeah. know? Um, and in then, order to set them again, free so they can kids escape. or adults like it, like this feels like a like they a kids movie gag you know yeah so that's why I'm like I don't understand what this movie wants from me so this is for <laughs> the uh, the kid who never grew up you know but oh I hate adult, those people right it's the adult who's like yeah yeah they're annoying to be friends with this is true <laughs> yeah um so basically now we've got the the truck full of killer robots is on its way to earth and then our uh i think that at some point um dennis hopper comes around to the idea that like i'm not going to stand in the way if you're too you know, budding romance between you two youngsters yeah you know you get in the escape pod and take off and i'm gonna drive this thing into the sun no he's not gonna do that no he's gonna crash it into the atmosphere with all these robots on right, it burn them up yeah, yeah. That's the plan. Burn them all up. And then meet them in Florida. Yeah, there is like a, he has to fight New York. like four of them or something on the outside of the ship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? Still got a machine gun. Because, I mean, lasers. I guess that's the thing I'm saying is that the movie is full of like. Space C4. There's a lot of incident, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, tons, tons. Yeah. It's just there's always something always happening. Something, yeah. But it's like. It's not organic no. to the plot, it really feels like. It doesn't. It's just like, we're going to do this, and now this is happening, and now we're going to do and this. They, and and then back this. in the chairs. Yeah. And then, I don't know. It's just a lot it's of like, contrivance. Yeah. 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 The script is not good. But they do end up, like, uh, saving the day. They end up burning these goddamn robots. Yeah, up. he drives, he flips it in reverse and drives the truck backwards so that all the uh, containers get burned up and tossed mm -hmm. away, and then. I thought that was there was a scene where um, Dennis Hopper has you know he sent the uh, the the two lovebirds away mm. 
and he remains behind. He's planting like C4 charges or yes. something on the you ship. You thought it was going to be an Armageddon moment? Yeah, because I thought okay. he was going to like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to steer this thing. I'm going to crash it myself. Yeah. You know, some kind of self-sacrifice Heroic, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Because I think like they don't have this. The heater's still broken. There's no oxygen or something on the ship. I can't There's remember. no window. There's no window yeah. on the ship. Yeah. Like, they sent an alien through the window. But then yeah. you couldn't have Barbara Crampton. That's right. She shows up because obviously it's a Stuart Gordon movie, so yeah. she's going to make an appearance later on. You but gotta. I, I guess what I'm saying in this scene was that the uh, he's on the outside of the ship trying to fight these robots, mm-hmm. and the space the the escape shuttle uh, comes back right. Like yeah, instead yeah. of escaping, they come back and they angle the engines so they can blast the robots. Right. And it was just kind of like, huh. That's uh, you, you got like eight robot, eight of these killer robots. These are the right. worst things ever. They, uh, you know, they're going to take over the earth. Like, and oh. yeah, one little I mean, jet engine gets rid of them. I mean, I guess that's it, right? That's the mm-hmm. thing that like kills them a fire or yeah. a jet engine off yeah. of a spaceship. It's like you can't survive that. It's over. Of course, how Dennis Hopper's tether. Uh, There's a lot of questions that, here, Colin. Yep. I always thought I'm like, is he too close? Is he going to get burned up? Too? <laughs> I thought the same thing because yeah. he's flipping him off. Like, ha ha, you fuckers. Uh, yeah, doesn't even say that. Yeah, coulda. He just flips them off. Just flips them off. And then there's the space C4 explosion again. Explosion space. Yeah. All right. There's a lot of scenes there's in no this. Explo- where- okay, yeah. well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, but it's a fantasy space movie. Although it does all the gravity shit. That, yeah, like, yeah. They can't breathe because there's no oxygen. Not no oxygen. No yeah. oxygen. No explosion. Like it's not, you can't, no sound in space. Can't do it. It's not very dramatic. But can't do you know, it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it can be, but not in 1996. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think there's um, a lot of scenes where it seemed like the like Stephen Dorff at one point reacted to uh, uh, like the the black rock was about to strike the side <laughs> of the ship. Yeah, in a very like, oh my god, there's a black rock about to hit the side <laughs> of the ship. You know um, that. It was like, I don't think the tone of the movie is that, you know, like he shot a lot of right. stuff. It's almost yeah. like you can feel the edit of this movie without the music on it was like uh, very like we're going to choose that, you know, take because it's more dramatic. OK, you right. know, but it's like it's too dramatic for the, yeah. the tone of the movie, yeah. you know? Yeah, <laughs> if it does kind of it feels like they picked the wrong shots for this. It's like, give me another one that's a little higher. Give me one that's a little lower. They took all yeah. the high ones and and. Put it in this movie. But they, they also had like tales to those scenes where it was like, you know, we're going to hang on like Dennis Hopper's dramatic, you know, expression and close up as the camera pushes in. Dramatic expression. Yeah. And say, so, mm-hmm. I mean, but they, I don't know. It just feels off. It's, it, it, you know? it, it does, it's all off. Even the way like Stephen Dorff is talking, like, I don't believe their relationship. He's not quite a good actor in this movie. No. Um, that feels off. <laughs> I think at one point, Debbie Mayer's arms just like, all right, we're safe again. As they sit mm. back down, like none of yeah. this. Their they're dialogue like, is. They're like, "Well, I'm glad that's over." Yeah. Like, yeah. yes, yeah. The dialogue is very pat, very boilerplate right. for stuff like this. I'm glad to be back on this ship. Like, yeah. it's very it's not, flat. There's no like. Yeah. It's very, very flat dialogue. Well, see, this is interesting because like Stuart Gordon was like he came from the Chicago's Organic Theater, mm. so he's a theater director. Theater director, obviously, uh, you know, very actor focused, you know, and yeah. performance focused. So what happened here? You know, 
I mean, we don't know if this movie, I guess, you know, unless Holly, if you research this, what did he have control over the edit or did somebody else like take it away from him and cut the movie together? Like we're using that take, you know, or whatever. Not Maybe. that I, not that I read. So this is, we're for all intents and purposes, a Stuart Gordon movie. Yeah. This was like, his vision. This was. It just feels like maybe it was too big for him, maybe, or something. I don't know. Maybe his ideas were too big for even the $25 million budget at this point. Hmm. But $25 million in 96, come on. Yeah, that's a lot, that's a lot of money. Of budget. That is a lot of money. Because mm-hmm. I think that was more than Fortress, even. They're like, no, this it is It was, even, because yeah. of the success of Fortress. They're like, oh, well, here's some extra money for space truckers. <laughs> yeah, it feels like that was like a $12 million movie or something. Yeah. I wonder if this was, was, would this have been the biggest budgeted movie I mean, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, obviously, he mm. didn't have direct right. uh, influence on that mm-hmm. he had in his career, I wonder. Um, seems like a lot for Stuart Gordon. $25 million. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That seems like too much. Yeah, and after Maybe that, that's it was like, that's why he retreated back to yeah. doing like lower independent movies. Like, screw it, mm-hmm. I'm going to do character movies after this. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, It's like he's more resourceful when he has a smaller budget. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Or maybe he can't concentrate on things he wants to concentrate because it's $25 million budget and he's just like, there's, I, there's, there's too stuff much everywhere. pressure. There's too, and, much, yeah. there's too maybe. much pressure from the investors. I mean, he may not be able to uh, focus his attention on everything. And so we get stuff like this. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. Oh, filmmaking, yeah, it's a complicated process with a lot of people. So who knows? Yeah, I know. But, it's harder than I think, like, you know, a lot of people give it credit for. Right. But, you, yes. know, it, it, you know, mm-hmm. even. Even our heroes, I think, sometimes <laughs> wait in over their heads. Uh, so yeah. the end of this movie, I guess, because mm-hmm. uh, we're like, okay, we've killed the alien menace, and our heroes got away, but it yeah. still keeps going. It made it to Earth. Yeah, thank the, God. That's the mission, get to Earth to save, um, well, not to save, but so that um, Debbie Mazar can see her mom. Yes. Who turns out to be Barbara Crampton, mm-hmm. who looks spectacular. Yeah, because <laughs> mm-hmm. she's been like cryogenically frozen. That's right. She looks that way now. She looks I mean, the same. I mean, she does. She looks yeah. the exact she has same. Aged very well. Mm-hmm. She was cryogenically frozen. I like she the fact that Barbara Crampton, uh, like she, because she has basically a second wind career. Mm-hmm. Like oh, yeah. you know, in her later years, is now in movies like all the fucking time. Yeah, these yeah. low budget uh, horror movies. Um, Didn't she do that Castle Freak remake? Yep. Yeah, yeah, I think she produced it. I don't yeah. know if she's in it, but she produced that, and yeah. she was in a movie called Jacob's Wife, not yep. too long as a lead with mm-hmm. Larry Fessenden. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, not too long ago. Um, but I mean, a lot of stuff. She's still working, all because I think she was in uh, Your Next was the movie yeah. that really like brought her uh, back. Mm-hmm. I think she had taken time off to like raise her kids or something, and then like came back in. But uh, yeah, so obviously she's part of the Stuart Gordon, uh, you know, mm-hmm. universe. Yeah, theater company, yeah. right? That he keeps bringing back. Now with a Brooklyn accent. And that means that even though uh, Dennis Hopper had to give up Debbie Bazar, he can still romance her Love mother. Love it for a sight, Colin. <laughs> yeah. Love it for a sight. It wouldn't have been made more sense if she was was older. I know he's kind of like, well, I can't have you, but so I get almost the next next thing with your mom mm-hmm. who looks like this at whatever age, but... And whatever. I guess they. <laughs> I, I guess it's just one of those. As like, Debbie Mazar would say in this movie, it's very creepy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, no, there you go. It's, it's good. It's her dialogue it's, on this movie, but it's good for all of them, right? Because that way we end they with a happy. Together. Yeah, everybody's paired yeah. off and, and then happy. We can blow up the president. Yeah, that's the right. President. <laughs> Don't forget about blowing up the president. Yeah, he brings them a big suitcase of money to shut him up. Okay, but who is the president? Oh, it's it's the commander from earlier. Yeah. Yeah. 
He, the one that one fried Charles Dance. Yeah, that wanted to take over Earth with the robots. Who we yep. thought was going to be a bigger bad guy, yeah. but who doesn't show up until this point in the movie again. Yeah. So now he's the president, and he's yeah. like, here, shut up, and I'll give you So because at this point, it's like been in Earth news, right? Like <laughs> yeah. this, these two truckers and a waitress. Right, because what was the thing yeah. we heard? was like, two, two truckers, truckers and a waitress? waitress. Yeah. Save the world <laughs> Save this the afternoon. World. Just, From an invasion oh, wow. force. Yeah. Although I'm not entirely sure what happened there. I think, if I have this right, mm-hmm. he was sending his uh, killer robots to kill everyone on Earth if the election didn't go right or whatever right. that would make him president of the world. Right. But if he did. That was his insurance policy. So right. thank God they were actually able to foil his plan. Mm-hmm. And then instead of killing them, which any normal psychotic would do, uh, he's like, I'm trying to pay you off. Yeah. Or no, he did try to kill them. He did. Because yeah. he put a bomb in the yeah, money. he was like, I'm going to pay you but, off. And- but Stephen Dorff's morals are so strong that he, yes. he throws it out a window. We're not taking this money. Yeah. Throws it out a window, window. Lands on the limo right as he presses the button to explode the, the suitcase. Oh, the irony. Kills himself. Goodbye, yeah. President. There you go. So, I mean, that like... like someone just tried to kill the president. I think it was us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we fragged Scraggs or whatever his name yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, Was it Scraggs? Yes. Sags. Sags. EJ right. Sags. Because Charles yeah. Dance, I remember thinking about that because Charles Dance kept on fondling the uh, hearts of the, uh, hearts, the creatures. Hearts, quote unquote. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were... <laughs> filled with the... Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a ball sack, Colin. Yeah. <laughs> fondling were. a ball sack. Charles mm-hmm. Dance knew it, too. Yeah, I think he did. I think he did. Yeah, <laughs> it's a great role for Charles. It is. It is. Charles is so. completionist. That's to see what we're going to get out of this movie. Yeah. So earlier, when you said who are the stars of this movie, Charles I Dance. should have said Charles Dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it all ends in bliss, right? They're taking mm-hmm. off in their new uh, space truck, all four of them. On a space shuttle. I was like, it's a shuttle. Yeah. yeah, but I think their their truck was in the middle of it. I think yeah. that's how you break the atmosphere. And once you're up there. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're going to be sure. space trucking too. Space happy, truckers too. Big happy family. Were they expecting a space truckers too? Space truckers to mother truckers. <laughs> mother truckers. <laughs> right. Yeah. Obviously. I think so. Yeah. Why not? I mean, they had to like be hoping that this movie was going <laughs> to do well, right? I don't think there was a plan of Space Truckers 2, just a hope and a prayer. <laughs> yeah, which all came crashing yep. down. When, so that means that Lots HBO had to stop step in because no distributor would Not touch one. this movie. Because they're like, one. dude, uh, Stuart, I don't know if anyone told you, but uh, you can clearly see the wires and everything. Oh, yeah. Like, we're past that in this point in the professional movie making. Yeah. Uh, we can't. Very visible wires. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at a certain point we in, got to the end of the movie, I'm just like, they don't care anymore. They're not, they don't even <laughs> try to hide them. Because I saw, I'm like, one, two, three. Yep. Yeah. There's four wires in this. 1996. Very visible wires. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. I like, yeah. When yeah. the one bad guy got knocked backwards and he has to do that backwards spin, and everybody's yeah. like, oh, there's a wire, there's a wire. Yep. Yeah. So many it's wires. Wonderful. Yeah. There you go. Space truckers. Space truckers. Space <laughs> truckers. Well, I guess, uh, listener, you're wondering whether or not we'd recommend that you watch this movie. And I tell you what. We're going to tell you, but first, before we do that, we're going to uh, read some of your mail, and in order to do that, we're going to have to summon our mailman, and his name is Igor. Bring us the mail. Masters! Masters, the mail! I've got the mail. So many letters. Our followers are rising. Rising. Why, thank you, Igor. Thanks, Igor. That's all we got. 
got nothing. Oof. I'm still <laughs> exhausted from Hard Ticket to Hawaii. I love you, yeah, Igor. Yeah. All right, you know. Yeah. Igor, watch yourself, Igor. You're going to end up a square... Square, square, pig, a square, square Igor. A, yeah. <laughs> I think that... Well, but he's also like... His crate is very He's like spacious. water. He finds his level. Like he, yeah. he will, Here we go. He will he, adhere he's to any like shape. water. Yeah. He will adhere to any shape yeah. that he is in. So yeah. he could be a square Igor. And he has a very spacious crate. Yes. We're generous. We're not cruel. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's very true. Yeah. Uh, well, we want to let you know how you can participate on this uh, interactive portion of our show by following along on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Show. Or Twitter. At Sat Freak Show. You can email us. Show at Yahoo.com. Or you can follow along on Instagram for the time of your life at Saturday Night Freak Show about tonight's movie, Space Truckers. Uh, Tony Bradshaw writes in and says, Stephen Dorff must really be a vampire. Yeah, he does age well. He He's, has. I. What's the last thing you saw? I forget this seen, guy immediately. Cold Manor. No. Uh, I uh, he was in uh, the third season of True Detective not too long ago, and they aged him up in uh, some of it. Yeah, he does. He oh, he was. Looks, he, I forgot about that. Kind of looks the same throughout his life. He's aged well. Yeah, sure. He's doing all right. All right. Well, We're no experts on Stephen Dorff. Uh, Nelson Nascimento says uh, that this movie is Dukes of Hazard in space, but not quite. It's more like the truck stop in Spaceballs turned into a feature-length movie. Uh-huh. The usually reliable Stuart Gordon delivers some so bad it's good campy weirdness, and at least there's a Barbara Crampton cameo, but you're probably better off with Ice Pirates. Ooh. Ice Pirates. Huh? Ice Pirates. All right. I have not I'm listening. That. I feel like someone, I feel like Stuart Gordon was like, I really like Star Wars and I really like Convoy. What can I do with this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Travis Legler says, this was a movie that I never got to see, but I could never watch a VHS that didn't have the preview on it. On paper, this sounds like a fun party movie to watch with snacks and friends. I hope that's what it is. However, given that it didn't make back the $23 million of its budget, perhaps people didn't think so. Mm. Who said that? Travis Legler. Oh, Travis. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You might be onto something, sir. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Michael Whitaker says this one's been popping up on the streaming services lately. Every time I go looking for something to watch, mm-hmm. maybe it's a sign. When I went to Wikipedia, <laughs> I was sign, pleasantly right. surprised to see this film is directed by Stuart Gordon, who made two of my favorite movies, Reanimator and The Wonderful Ice Cream Suit, two movies that couldn't be less like it's a each great other. Holy it shit. is a great title. <laughs> It, it makes because I'm curious. curious. Yeah, yeah I'm I was like, curious I'm curious, and I'll never hear a title like that again. <laughs> no. Well, Gorilla Strange wants us to know that uh, Space Truckers was an awful, amazing experience. <laughs> DJ Dog Manfish says, or I like to call it '90s Pluto Nash. It. Oh my God! I was yeah. going to say that in my wrap up, yep. but yeah, I. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll circle back to Pluto Nash. <laughs> Wasn't Pluto Nash in the '90s? It's 2002. Holy shit! Okay. Yeah, wow. I looked it up because I this movie reminded me of it while I was watching it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, a lot of research on like, Pluto I'm, Nash. Right. I'm being triggered oh, back Jesus. to Pluto Nash. X <laughs> uh, Hall Kiwi says, I feel like I should have Yours. seen this during my Stephen Dorff phase, but I'm drawing a blank. Ah. You have a Stephen Dorff phase? Yeah. You all have tell, names, tell me though. more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How are you? Yeah. <laughs> what did yeah, this include? What was yeah. included in this yeah. phase? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I want more. I want yeah. more details there. Right back in. <laughs> Well, last week we watched a movie called Hard Ticket to Hawaii, yeah. and uh, I miss it. <laughs> we, exper- we experienced a religious moment called Hard Ticket to Hawaii. So. That's very true. Yeah. But uh, Pat Hetfield says, I was introduced to the amazing cinema of Andy Sidaris through his movie Seven. 
Yes, there was a seven before David Fincher. Mm -hmm. There was even a shooting the swordsman scene before Raiders of the Lost Ark, as (laughs) anyone who knows who's seen that movie. It was made in 1979, and he says, maybe you want to give, or I want to get into that at some point. Okay. There was a poster for Seven in Hard Mm -hmm. Ticket to Hawaii. It's the one that starred William Smith. Yeah. Uh, Michael Whitaker says, uh, sadly, Julie Strain, who we talked about on last Mm -hmm. week's show, passed away in 2021 due to early onset dementia from a fall she had in her youth, and I remember her from a bunch of low-rent movies. Mm. Yeah. Wow. That's sad. Uh, Peter Gatt says the best performance in Hard Ticket to Hawaii was the fake snake. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hands down. Uh, Joey <laughs> Blythe says just when you thought it was safe to take a pee. Oh boy. Yep. Yeah. And oh, he says that's Ghoulies. Line. Oh wait, the wrong movie. And he says on a totally unrelated mm-hmm. note, I suddenly remembered a movie last night called I'm a Cyborg, but that's okay. You can find it. <laughs> I think you can get a kick out of it. That's the best title <laughs> I've ever heard. That's oh. great because it sounds like a self affirmation. Yeah, yes. it sounds like <laughs> I'm a Cyborg, but that's okay. Doggone it, people! Love <laughs> yeah. it. Isn't that a? Um, Park Chan Wook movie? I don't know. I need to see oh, it now, though. I, but I think it is. It. It's like the one movie in this filmography that, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I love dropped it. Off I am already need to see it. Uh, Chris Huddleston see wrote in after we uh, posted a picture of Donna Spear from mm. uh, Hard Ticket to Hawaii, and he said, "Isn't that Meredith Baxter Bernie from Family Ties?" Probably with the sunglasses on. It's like, yeah, you yeah. can kind of see oh, yeah. the resemblance. Yeah. Uh, action dude action gave dude. us a before and after. So strap in. He says, <laughs> I've never heard of this movie. Oh, I'm wow. looking forward to the review. I'm Cut counting to. on the I four. I don't want to hear about this movie anymore. <laughs> I'm counting on the four of you to determine if it's a hidden cinematic gem or if it's a baby Ruth like turd bar floating in the shallow end of the pool. Bring it. <laughs> and then. All right. I love a son of a, a swamp mother. I hate this movie. It's not even in my so bad it's good category. A puppet show performed by geriatric nuns would have had better production value. Nudity is no excuse for bad entertainment. Take the great Game of Thrones or superb Shameless, for example. Okay, we told you oh not to watch God. it alone. Yeah, <laughs> we told you. <laughs> I think we oversold that movie. It's a bad movie, I'd, but a entertainment that's level. That's what makes it so great. Yeah. It's through the roof. It's a shit movie. Yeah. We know this. Yeah. yeah. We told you not to watch it alone. <laughs> <laughs> but we, thank we you all. We so much, yes. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but thank you all very much for writing in. Seriously, we appreciate it every week. Um, and now... We're going to tell you whether or not you should watch tonight's movie, Space Truckers, mm. starting with Sean. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go first tonight because I'm going to keep it short. I do not like this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember I watched this. Uh, I, I watched this once when I was much younger, when it was on HBO. I probably saw it when it was premiering. That's when I caught it. Um, when the robots came back in this movie, I was like, holy shit, those used to freak me out. Um, because I do like the design of them and you know the way they move and everything and all that. But God, this movie, this script sucks. Um, the dialogue between these characters is very flat and um, not good. It's sh- I don't know if it's shot bad, but the composition is bad. Um, I don't like any. I don't like these characters. Um, this is, you know I chuckled a few times. There's a few funny moments, but other than that, Charles Dance is the reason you see this movie. Mm-hmm. Just uh, find his scenes on YouTube, and I think that's really all you need because you shouldn't. I don't think you need to watch the rest of this movie. I was I was bored. It's not fun. They're not really doing anything. It's derivative. No, I don't like this movie. Don't watch it. Uh, Colin. Oh, boy. Go for it. Um, what do you think? Buckle up. 
the well the movie that like for some reason this is gonna sound weird but the movie <laughs> that this reminded me of was solo i uh, because the it, because <laughs> of the speechless yeah. i thought of like 20 other movies that this reminded me of and yeah. did not hit solo but solo irritated me i thought the failing of solo was the same failing of this movie i'm like watching it and i'm sitting there going like oh there's some competent special effects work in this i mean aside from the wires and all that stuff but like <laughs> yeah. there's some competent design yeah. stuff as far as the monsters and charles dance's suit you know I wasn't a fan of the production design, but again, I'm like, I don't like this look, you know, that they did in the nineties. So I'm like, okay, but past that, you know, it's like, there's some good performances. There's some good scenes. What's wrong with it? And the, the problem is the same problem that solo had. You got flat characters and the movie is comprised of incidents that are just stacked on top of each other. It's like a chapter serial where it's like, and then this happened and then this happened and then this happened and then this happened. It's plot with no story. The story is like, you know, two or three sentences. Yeah. You know, they got it's a log line. Yeah. Um, And the characters are just not there. You know, they're, they're sketched in and they're types, you know, it's like you got the truck driver who he's you know blue collar dude right and they give him a few lines and like okay we kind of get who he's trying to be and And then he wants the girl and the girl wants somebody else and it's like okay you know but that i mean that could make for something interesting if it was and people have developed and made it interesting before yeah this was not that movie this one just wants uh you know it favors action but the action if you don't really it just keeps piling it on that's, I think, why it comes off as boring, because I guess I was bored, too. It's like, OK, this is just going to keep on incident followed by incident followed by incident. Yeah. And Dennis Hopper's not very compelling in this movie. No, he's a compelling actor. But in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I didn't I didn't find anything wrong with his performance. Yeah. It's just maybe the casting, you know, it's like, Probably. well, maybe he's at odds with this movie. But Charles Dance is clearly the unlikely, uh, you know, spot on. He was the guy to hire to play that part and yeah. relished it, you know. Um, so would I recommend that you see it specifically just for that or some of the design work? I don't think you can. I, I mean, as a whole, it's like you're going to you're. I think you're going to find it boring to actually sit through uh, the movie. But uh, I mean, if you've been intrigued by what you've heard this far uh, about it, you know, it's uh, like <laughs> one of those. Been, I want to know what you heard. It's well, it's it's one of those. Where would you categorize it? It's like a below. It's a subpar like '90s science fiction Colin, movie. I give it one dragon. One dragon. One dragon out of out of five. Ooh, dragons. ouch. Okay, well, it's, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I'm gonna say that you skip uh, space truckers. Michaela, <laughs> I what, almost called you, it spaceballs a couple times tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's that's. Well, I was gonna call it space trucking, but yeah, I yeah. have to correct myself mentally every time. Uh, no, no to space truckers. Uh, Michaela, what do you think? I yeah, there's this this subgenre of movies in the late '90s and early 2000s where it's this obnoxious, over the top, in your face, wacky sci-fi futuristic comedy, and yeah. I. Don't fucking like, like them. Tank girl. Keep them away from me. Yeah. So like we're never going to see that on the freak show. Is a promise that I'm. No. Oh shit. Uh, oh no, that's good. No, we're not. No. Okay. And uh, no. Uh, you know. I mean, I haven't seen it, so who knows? I was going to say, don't say that because Sean will bring it. <laughs> what I you would, don't want this movie? I would put Super Mario Brothers in that category. Yep. Like, yep. I hate the tone. I hate yep. the look. I hate everything about it. Like, it just it rub, it rubs me the wrong way. I just don't like it. It's not for me. I think the closest I can get to this type of movie is Rocket Man. 
Like that kind of has a similar sense of humor. The Rocketeer? Rocket Man Rocket from Man. the 90s with Harlan. Um, Harlan Williams? Yes. <laughs> it's a 90s comedy about him dreaming to be an astronaut right. with a chimpanzee and it has this very same kind of sense of humor and pacing and. Yep. And it, that's the closest I can get to this. Like <laughs> that. And. It's just not like I saw Pluto Nash and this they are very similar movies and that was a big budget movie that flopped and it had the same kind of problem Colin of just being a bunch of little incidents and I just this aesthetic like so off putting to me like I appreciate that the time capsule that it is I appreciate you can look at a movie like this and know exactly what like five year span it came out in and like it is a distinct style and I like that I like that we can have filmmakers take crazy weird chances like this and i think it's important it's just a taste i don't enjoy Mm -hmm. so i respect its place in cinema history but it's not for me i don't like it i found the movie kind of boring too uh charles dance was great Mm -hmm. but they should have pushed his character and his scenes farther so i'm gonna have to pass on it farther than the the wind up penis well we show it to us <laughs> you know it's a Stuart gordon movie and if it's not if it's, and if it's not a real dick then what does it matter you know what i'm saying yeah, like yeah, if it's a mechanical right, right. add-on thing why right, can't yeah. you show it i just it just needs to be like a piston movie exactly right. exactly like it, it doesn't have to look anything like an actual like dick yeah. Right. Sort, yeah so yeah come on you know <laughs> holly what'd you think yeah i'm uh i'm gonna have to agree with you um specifically because i just watched the Pam and Tommy episode where we uh, see Tommy Lee's talking dick. Oh yeah. That happens in that show and it's weird and hilarious. So I want to see the mechanical chainsaw dick. Like I just want to. <laughs> um, Copyright 2022. Yeah. I want to see it. I see it. By the way, the prosthetics in to- Pam and Tommy are spectacular. <laughs> they are okay. phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Anyway. I still, that's, uh, that's amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, I am absolutely on board with all of you. Uh, Travis Legler really summed it up correctly that the description of this movie or like the thought of this movie, the premise, the everything behind it, you would think it would make something worth watching. Because I was like, okay, Stuart Gordon, we've got Dennis Hopper. I mean, space truckers, right? Like it just sounded like it was going to be what we needed it to be. Um so yeah, I was duped. I was maloned. Um, <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> it happened. It happens to all of it us. It happens yep. to all of us. Um, I'm sorry because I. It, it was just your time. Yeah, it was, we all was bring my time. Shit. Yeah. You know, like Malone was my time. This was my time. I'm they sorry. Can't, they can't be, all be hard to get to Hawaii. Hey, but, no. but it's better that it wasn't a movie that you're like, oh man, I'm gonna bring. Oh yeah, it no, no, no. I love and the- no. This one's this one's been <laughs> on my list because it's yeah, something that didn't I, break your heart. No, yeah. yeah, I had never seen this, and I just thought I was like, well, that sounds amazing. Um. Yeah, I think if this had, I think if they had amped up Charles Dance's role in this, made it all about this spectacular half robot villain, it would have been a way better movie. Um, you know, talking about these types of movies, Michaela, I think the most palatable one is Demolition Man. Yeah, that's, I almost that's don't even one. consider. I, I know, know it's hard. I know because, it is. Yeah, I know it technically is that same type of movie. Yeah, but. Like, it's so much less assaulting to your eyes. Oh, for sure. You know, like, it's much more easier on your eyes Mm -hmm. as a movie. Yeah, I'm with you. I feel like, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure there's other ones that, like, I probably do like, but I feel like Demolition Man is really the only one you need to watch. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's it's a messy movie, and not in a good way. If it was a good, messy movie, then I'd like the hell out of it, but Mm -hmm. it's not good. It's it's not comprehensive. The editing is terrible. The effects should have been better than they were, considering the budget. Some of them I was okay with, but for the most part, it was just shit. 
Um, taglines. I'm going to say our taglines. <laughs> We've got Earth's only hope. No. Ugh. Which is awful and misleading. Yeah. Um, the other one is they've shipped everything from square pigs to anti-gravity beer, but now they've got a load of real trouble. Mm. Yeah, I know. I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> Too bad this couldn't have just been over the top in space. Yeah. That's exactly. what it should have been. You know? yeah, I want it to be over the top in space. Yeah. Um, Copyright over the yeah. top in space. 2020. Show. We're just going to call it that. Just, just keep going. Money. That'll print money. Mm-hmm. Over the space top? Over the top. <laughs> over the... We'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll, we'll workshop it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this movie sucked. It was very disappointing. I, I definitely don't recommend it. I'm 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 disappointed in Stuart. I think he could have done better. I think maybe he just. I think the budget was too big for him. I think he's better on small scale. Yeah, um, that's a big pass for me on Space yeah, Truckers. Well, that's unfortunate. Universal, yeah. don't watch this movie. Sorry, guys. Uh, well, too bad we couldn't get this message to you before you watched it. <laughs> so sorry. But thank you for playing yeah. along. Yes, we, we appreciate, appreciate it. it. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed Charles Dance. Yep. Right. <laughs> yes. Right. If nothing else. I do like that his uh, once he became like the half robot, his new name was Captain Macanudo. Mm. Oh, because oh, it's the cigar. cigar. Yeah. yeah. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Very nice. Because uh, that uh, what was it Tom Ham or whatever the writer. Ted Man. Ted, Ted Man. Man. Tom, Tom, Tom Ham is yeah. a great Tom name. Yeah. Tom, Tom Which Ham. Which I was Tom disappointed. He, Tom he Ham, wrote, how you doing? He Tom did a writing Ham. for the Hatfields and McCoys, which has really good yeah. character. Yeah, yeah it does. Deadwood. Like, yeah. He, yeah. Of, he used to be a like, National Lampoon writer. Yeah. I was like, he's yeah. better this is, than this. This is a flat-ass script. Yeah. yeah. Sleep at the wheel. Yeah. He's better than this. Sorry. Anyway. Well, if you stayed with us that long, you got that little trivia nugget. Now you don't have to watch this movie. We're also going to find out what we're watching next week, and that means we're going to watch a movie that's chosen by... Michaela, what are we watching next week? I think it's a full-length movie. Oh, it's, 70... whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> it's 75 minutes long. Okay. That's a good start. I, I love it. it. I, love it. it. I think it's, we're watching a full-length it's, movie. It's about the length of a Game of Thrones episode. We're going to watch Doom Asylum. Doom Asylum. Don't, okay. If, if you don't know anything about it, don't look anything up. Okay. Right. Yeah. I know yeah. nothing. Yep. yep. Okay, yeah. Doom Asylum. Yep. Next week on the Saturday Night Freak Show, we hope you'll join us. And until then, ladies and germs, the basement is going dark. <laughs>